from very high above all other puerile and insipid forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming. That's right, my friends. I'm back from the depths of the middle swamp, Uh, at least for a couple days anyway. It's going to take me that long just to wash the bog-like smell out of all of my clothes. I have to tell you, my friends, it's great to be home. You spend a couple days down in Cheyenne and you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. It really is a swamp. I mean, the rest of Wyoming just kind of assumes that Cheyenne is located within the four corners of our great state, and so it must kind of resemble the rest of our state. But it doesn't, my friends. I mean, these people only spend a couple months out of every year, and and one year out of every two, it's only about one month. And yet they have no idea how the rest of Wyoming works. If you don't believe me, think about this. All of us are spending $6 a dozen for eggs, and these jokers down in Cheyenne are spending $600,000 like it's pocket change. And when we ask them to be fiscally responsible, you remember that whole bit, right, when they were campaigning for office and said they were going to watch our state's finances and not spend so much money? Yeah, me too, I remember that. I remember all of those campaign flyers that said, I'm a conservative and you should vote for me. (laughs) Yeah... I remember that. How quaint. And when you ask them to keep that campaign promise, they reply with a retort and a snort worthy of a wild boar. It's amazing. I I have to tell you, though, I was a little bit disappointed. I was waiting all day for Representative Bill Henderson to come up with something crazy. You know, like this old classic. Oh, I think you got to... Stop and take a look at what you're doing here. I speak against this because it kind of reminds me of that fairy tale, Cinderella. Yeah, I know. Kind of disappointing. However, we did get a new version of this one, though. I think this is a, uh, it's a philosophical debate, but it's not a practical d- debate. I'll just give you one example. When we come back and the House Appropriations present the bill next week, There's going to be an amendment from the floor, from the House of Appropriations, adding $50 million back into the budget. It's coming. It's just to let you guys know. It's coming. And why is that? Well, because in some ways, um, we found that particularly on certain um, Department of Health agencies, the third round of cuts are too draconian. I haven't played that one for a long time. So to refresh your memory, that's Joint Appropriations Committee Chairman Bob Nicholas responding to an amendment brought by Campbell County Representative John Baer saying something so shocking, so incredibly out of this world that nobody could understand it. And all he was saying was, if you want to spend more money on the budget, you got to cut it from somewhere else. How insane is that? I mean, nobody has to do that in their own home or with their own budget. Oh, well, here's what he said this time. But trust me, I I just think that why would we hamstring, you know, for the purpose of a political philosophy that let's not spend more. So the ones that want to keep the cost down, they they don't want the rest of you to decide. And and frankly, I, I don't think you can do it. I think it's unconstitutional. I know. Ridiculous, isn't it? 
A political philosophy that says we just shouldn't spend ourselves into oblivion. How outrageous! It's true, I do understand, it's not quite as good as the original. But there again, when is an old classic ever as amazing as it was the first time you heard it on the original vinyl? Well, anyway, my friends, there's lots more where that came from, and I'll get to it in just a second. But first, some completely egregious self-aggrandizement. You can listen to the podcast on any of your favorite podcasting apps. iHeartRadio, iTunes, TuneIn, really any of them will work. But the easiest way is just to go to the website, CowboyStatePolitics.com. There, you can find all of the shows, as well as any of the articles that I might bring up during the course of a program. If your name is Representative Ember Oakley, and all of that power has just gone to your head, well... You can go to CowboyStatePolitics.com, pull up an article, and find out that Wyoming citizens really do want to know what you've been doing. It's going to be fun, my friends. This segment of the program is brought to you by the Buffalo Wool Company. They make the warmest socks that I've ever put on my feet. And if you have problems keeping your feet warm, then you should really buy a pair of socks from the Buffalo Wool Company. Go to their website, TheBuffaloWoolCO.com. Well, anyhow, the fiscal fun and games didn't end with Representative Bob Nicholas. Uh-uh. The new chairman of the Judiciary Committee, Art Washett, had something to say, too. I also think that fiscal conservatism is a reality in this body. Huh. He's had quite the turnaround. That's not at all what he said during the budget session. Anybody remember this? I don't think anybody in this room doubts that the United States Congress is out of control. But that said, if think about this. If we were to vote down this allocation of funds and tell the uh, chief executives that we're not going to spend a dime of this money, send it all back to Washington, D.C., are your gas prices still going to be high tomorrow? Those old classics never get old. Yeah, well, anyhow, we've got somebody new to add to our list. Enter Representative Ember Oakley from Fremont County. During the whole discussion, when Representative John Bear was asking everybody to spend money like every other normal Wyoming citizen does, you know, if you want to spend more money, you got to cut it from somewhere else, uh, Representative Ember Oakley had this to say. Your no vote on this proposed rule, um, using an example that, that somebody brought... Uh, earlier, let's say a freshman legislator, you know, said they want to bring something for their community. Um, but to do so, they have to say, well, I'm going to take that money from the Department of Family Services. But they don't have any understanding or knowledge of the consequences of making that change. It's a very poor way to legislate. Hold on. Wait a minute. How would Ember Oakley know good legislation from bad? According to YOVote, in the 2022 legislative session, she was the 59th most conservative legislator. Out of 90. 59. According to Y.O. Rhino, Representative Ember Oakley scores a whopping 40%. It gets better, my friends. According to Evidence-Based Wyoming, she votes with the Democrats 87.46% of the time. So I suppose, if your definition of good legislating is voting with the Democrats almost all of the time and being one of the biggest redcoats in the Wyoming House of Representatives, well then Ember Oakley is right on point. 
Wait until you listen to the rest of what she had to say, though. Here it is. In my opinion, it shows a profound lack of understanding and respect for the complexity of budgets and the work that has gone into that process. Um, and as was, has been said previously, I mean, budgets are not a game. What we're doing here when we, it's, it's, it's a profound part of what we do, budgeting. It's difficult, it's complex. Agencies come to us and they ask for it and, and every line is looked through. And then to, to just say we're gonna wheel and deal and you have to do that. We're, not, we're gonna literally make it a rule on ourselves that not only, is that not only is that a bad way to do it, we're gonna make a rule that you have to do it that way. I just think this is, this is a horrible idea. The idea that we would hamstring ourselves, individual legislators, you, yourself, you're going to keep yourself from being able to bring an amendment. Uh, unless, of course, you, you just take it from somewhere else and maybe you don't even understand what that, what that means. Um, like I said, I think it's a, it's a bad idea to do once, let alone that we would make this a rule on our body. I, I, I can't understand it. I think it's a poor idea. I urge your no vote. Do you know who has a profound lack of understanding and respect? Representative Ember Oakley, who ran as a Republican and yet votes with the Democrats 87.46% of the time. What shows a profound lack of understanding and respect is somebody who insults half of the House of Representatives. I'm not exactly sure if this has dawned on Representative Ember Oakley or not, but Wyoming citizens replaced half of the Wyoming House of Representatives with far more conservative legislators. You know, people who disagree with almost everything that Representative Ember Oakley votes for. But I'll tell you another thing that's absolutely incredible about this soundbite. There's no conception whatsoever of what happened in the last election. Not one single bit. Representative Ember Oakley assumes that it's just going to be business as usual for her and her redcoat buddies. In the next few episodes, I'm going to show you how the Wyoming House of Representatives and the Wyoming Senate, for that matter, have changed dramatically as a direct result of the last election in Wyoming. But I'm not done with Representative Ember Oakley. Just wait until I tell you about the little document that was provided to Cowboy State Politics. It is going to absolutely make her day. If you haven't noticed the new section to the website, you should really go check it out. I've been penning some articles for your approval. In the most recent one, I tell the story of this entire rules debate from the very beginning where it started to where it ended up. And if, if you'll all remember, a lot of what happened in the last election began in the last year's budget session with the Fairness in Women's Sports Act. There was no other single issue that riled up Wyoming citizens more than that one. And a lot of the people that got elected to the House of Representatives ran on that very issue. In addition to that, a lot of Wyoming parents became incensed by the whole transgender agenda that's being pushed in Wyoming schools. And a lot of it started with library books. Here on Cowboy State Politics, we did a number of episodes talking about all of the really terrible books that are in Wyoming library in the children's section of Wyoming libraries. Books like Gender Queer that you couldn't read on broadcast television yet apparently are totally okay to be in the children's section of a library or in Wyoming high schools. Anyhow, there's a bill that was brought by Representative Jeanette Ward. It's House Bill 87. And it changes the definition of obscenity to include 
pornographic comic books like Gender Queer. That's the original bill anyway, but sources have told Cowboy State Politics that it's going to change a little bit, and what the bill will do is remove the pornographic exception or the obscene material exception for teachers and librarians. And that's the one thing that all of these activists are hiding behind, that it's okay for a teacher or a librarian to provide obscene materials to your children. So Jeanette Ward's bill is going to stop that. It was just recently assigned to the House Revenue Committee. Yeah, don't get too caught up on the names. The names of committees really don't mean anything. Bills get assigned to where the speaker thinks they're going to pass or the speaker thinks that the committee will kill the bill. That's what the whole game is there. You'll never guess which committee Representative Ember Oakley sits on. Yeah, it's revenue. And she appears to be really good buddies with the people that run the library in Fremont County. She sent them an email that says, and I quote, ahem, ahem, I will oppose it. Now she's talking about House Bill 87 here. I'm hoping that it went to our committee to get buried. We did Medicaid expansion today and next week we're taking on property tax reform. So we have big issues in front of us. And it made me wonder if they didn't give it to us so it never sees light. Stay tuned. End quote. Heart Amber. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff there, isn't there? So first of all, she's not even going to give the bill a fair hearing, nor is she interested in protecting your children from graphic pornographic books that exist in Wyoming libraries. Nope. It's just going to get buried in her committee, and she thinks they gave it to them so it never sees the light of day. And not to mention, Ember Oakley was one of the great representatives that voted for Medicaid expansion. That little piece is just some icing on the cake, isn't it? Oh, and uh, I think it shows a lack of understanding and respect for the position that Wyoming citizens unfortunately put you in, Representative. Honestly, we shouldn't expect anything less from a straight-up redcoat. Somebody who runs as a Republican just so they can get elected, and then does exactly the opposite of what they tell Wyoming citizens. That is a perfect definition of Representative Ember Oakley. So that's Ember Oakley. It just so happens that I caught up with Representative Jeanette Ward to talk about House Bill 87. And I'll bring you that conversation after the break. Cowboy State Politics is brought to you by Morton Buildings. If you're in the market for an outbuilding or a garage or a barn or a roping arena or maybe a giant warehouse for your business, then you should call my friends Nick and Jesse at Morton Buildings, 307-674-2532. These guys are the experts in metal building construction. They've been doing it longer than anybody else around, and they definitely do it better than anybody else around. So it doesn't really matter what type of building you've been interested in. Give Nick and Jesse a call. Again, their phone number is 307-674-2532, or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. My friends, it's Saturday morning, and you know what I'm thinking about? 
Hot Wings. Hot Wings from the Wing It food truck. They make the most amazing wings in the state of Wyoming. And the way that you can figure out where that truck is going to be is you go to CowboyStatePolitics.com underneath the sponsors section and you can find their schedule there. So, if you like hot wings like I do, go figure out where the Wing It food truck is going to be. And now, back to the program. Representative Jeanette Ward is the prime sponsor of House Bill 87. That's the one that's dealing with all of these library book issues. We were sitting in the basement of the Capitol building, so you might hear a little bit of difference in the audio. Uh, But here's my brief discussion with Representative Ward. So I guess first, um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm Jeanette Ward. I'm the state representative in the Wyoming House for House District 57, which is Chuck Gray's former seat. And I am delighted and feel so grateful to live in Wyoming and be in the legislature. So where did you where did you move from, Jeanette? I moved from the fascist state of Illinois. Now, I know I've spoke with you quite a few times before, and you told me you were a member of the largest school district in the country. Is that right? Well, not quite. It's the largest elected school district in Illinois. So it's the second largest overall in Illinois, but the largest elected one because the largest school district in Illinois is appointed. That's uh, Chicago Public Schools. It's appointed by the governor, I believe. Okay. So this is, this is a topic that you're, you're well-versed in, right? Yes. I'm used to fighting battles like this. Okay. So let's talk about your bill. What does House Bill 87 do? So in its original form, which I'm going to have to amend, which I have already uh, done the amendment, but it's in its original form, it redefined child pornography to include cartoons, depictions, um, and drawings. And it removed the exemption for educators for presenting that kind of thing before children. I'm going to have to take out the first part, that's the defining of child pornography, and the reason is you don't you don't produce pornography by sitting in your house and drawing cartoons. I mean, I don't want to. Um, we don't want to prosecute thought crime. The statute already includes um, under the definition of obscenity, and I didn't know this at the time I drafted the bill. Um, definition of obscenity already includes drawings and depictions. So what my bill will do now is just remove the exemption for educators. So educators can no longer be free to put obscenity before children, as was done in our school libraries in Natrona County when we allowed genderqueer and trans bodies, trans selves to be in our libraries. Now, people think, oh, it's only about those two books. It's not. There are myriads more. We shouldn't be putting that sort of thing before children and making taxpayers pay for it. I mean, these things will still be available in the public square. Nobody's. I'm not talking about banning books. I'm talking well, about the fact that... That's not what the Wyoming media says. I know. <laughs> I'm talking about the fact that our tax dollars, my tax dollars, my money, should not be used to buy obscenity and put it before children. So, I mean, I've read a number of these books, and when I started reporting on this whole subject, the first one I got a hold of was Lawn Boy. 
And I, I heard about it on a national news report, and I thought, certainly, this book is not in Wyoming. I mean, it, it, it can't be. And come to find out, it was in 16 libraries across the state. And the most shocking one to me was a middle school library in Carbon County. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm, I'm not that surprised. It, the, the people of Wyoming are good people who don't believe this kind of thing could happen here. Well, I mean, that's what we all want to believe. You know, we, you know, where I live in Johnson County, and interestingly enough, um, in all of the research I've done, Johnson County is the one place I haven't found, you know, any of these, any of these materials. And I don't know if that's... Go Johnson County. I know. <laughs> I don't know if that's a matter of if a parent found out about it, you know, like, I don't know, a rancher's daughters, <laughs> you know, or a, a rancher found out about it, if we wouldn't drag him down to the town square immediately. That would probably happen. So why, why do we need to remove the exemption for teachers, for educators and librarians? Because we tried to prosecute. We thought about, we called the, the sheriff. And, and, and honestly, this is why I, I redefined child pornography to include car cartoons. Um, we were uh, under the impression from our, our Moms for Liberty group that the reason people couldn't be prosecuted for this is because the statute did not include cartoons. Um, I think that uh, the person was mistaken about that um, and also was seemingly unwilling to prosecute here. So if we take away the exemption for ed educators, educators are no longer free to make the argument that I need to put this before minors because it helps them. Okay, now let me ask you, let me ask you kind of a difficult question. Mm -hmm. Okay, now there's some material that I remember being shown in high school I think it was high school history or social studies. And the, the pictures that come to mind are the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. okay? And there were, there were some very, very graphic pictures. I mean, horrible, horrible pictures. Um, aren't you concerned that y your House Bill 87 um, might end up being used for those materials also? Um, that is not its intent. It's, it's it, the obscenity law talks about the purient interest. So it's having to do with sex. Those pictures of naked bodies who were tortured, that's not about sex or promoting sex. These books that I mentioned previously are. They are indeed. And I, I can't believe that it was argued that they're not. Yeah, I mean, you read these books and, well, frankly... Like, I couldn't get through all of them in their entirety. I mean, a lot of them are just horrible, horrible books. I know, it reminds me of a verse that says that we've forgotten how to blush. Yes. I, I can hardly read them myself. I mean, well, I know, and, and here's kind of an interesting aside note. The first story I did on Lawn Boy, I called a lawyer, and I said, well, I'm, I'm very tempted to read this uh, the, a passage out of this book on my program, and he goes, well, read it to me. And I did, and it's the most horrible thing I've ever read aloud. And his immediate reaction is, under no circumstances are you to read that, because you'll be guilty of dissemination of child pornography on a public broadcast. And yet, here we are defending, defending schools that want to put this material Indeed, in Indeed, at school. first, the Natrona County School Board would not allow this stuff to be read. Well, why not? It's good for and school And then they kids. rethought that and allowed it. How I did it when I read from uh, Gender Queer... I just, every other word was beep. Mm-hmm. 
Well, uh, so where's your bill at right now? Um, it has been delivered to the Revenue Committee. Mm, good place for a library book bill. <laughs> well, I did talk to the chairman of said committee, and the chairman said to me that he would not bury it, that he would give it a hearing. Okay. Well, that's all we can ask, I guess. And when, when does the bill come up for his hearing? It has not. He has not released it for a hearing yet. He told me not this week, but next week. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll stay on top of it. And uh, when you find out anything more about it, let me know. Certainly will. Well, thank you again for your time, Representative, and I, I appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for having me. So we have a straight-up bill that would prevent educators, teachers, and librarians from providing graphic pornography to our children. And right now, that bill is sitting in the Revenue Committee, whose chairman is none other than Redcoat former Speaker of the House Steve Harshman. Yep, Mr. Liberal Educator himself. So we'll see how that goes. But I suggest in the meantime that everyone call Representative Ember Oakley and Redcoat former Speaker of the House Steve Harshman and insist that that bill leaves committee. Well, that'll do it for this installment of Weekend Update. Have a good rest of your weekend, and we'll talk again on Monday. From the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming, I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics.